With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so this is a no education podcast. Please, there's no time to talk. If you fail now, they'll kill both of us. I'm sorry for you, my son. All your life, you will remember this. This is tight, bro. I can't wait till I get another one in the fucking man. Yo, what's good? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nova Education Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Noved. Today, I got one of my cousins, a true cousin, Joe, otherwise known as Joey Beards, or uh, Joe Five, or Joe Suffer, on Instagram. Got him. He has a uh, some dope ass hats. If you want to get to him, what's popping, Joe? What's up, man? How's it going? How's everyone doing today? Cool, cool. Right now, I just got the ice water. Yeah, me too. Gotta stay <laughs> hydrated in the heat. Stay hydrated, wash your ass, and wear a mask. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity. For real, dog. What'd you think about the draft last night? Uh, I think it was cool. Uh, a couple of, uh, maybe like one surprise with the Raiders, but. I'm surprised they got another defensive back. I thought they were going to count on Abram. Who's that, the Raiders? Yeah, because Abram, they got Abram last year. Yeah. He got injured already, though, remember? Yeah. Um, Let's see, let's go down the list. Obviously, number one, Joe Burrow going to uh, the Bengals is pretty I think much. Top five, I think top five are going to be like, maybe top four, top three are going to be like, not really good. Yeah, because, I mean, they're probably – everyone pretty much knew uh, Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to uh, Washington Redskins, yeah. uh, Jeff Okuda, uh, you know, to the Lions because they just got rid of uh, – what's his name? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, Andrew Thomas to the Giants. Everyone pretty much knew, you know, they were going to get an offensive lineman. Uh, but the Tua Tug of Viola uh, – I was a little bit skeptical. I, I knew he was going to go there. I had a feeling he was going to go there to the Dolphins, but it was still up in the air, you know, with Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah. I thought he was going to drop way more, though, because a hip injury could be like a lingering injury, you know? He could feel good right now, and then when he starts playing with contact, he's going to be like, fuck, you know? Yeah, and it's much faster, and people are much, faster, much stronger. Like they're stronger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... But I mean, I guess they have a lot of faith in him. They'll probably use like a bunch of, they'll probably use that red, the red shirt. They'll probably redshirt him all season, maybe. I don't even, I, I wouldn't play him. I would just let him, you know, get acquainted. You know, maybe, I think they still have Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I think they should just sit him this season. But if they play him, I mean, that's their funeral, I guess. They, you know, they, they believe in him that much. Who knows? You know, like you never know until he tries it, you know? That's true. That's true. I didn't, I mean, it is it, it it is the NFL draft. It's not like nothing is set in stone. But uh, he's a smart kid, though. I'm pretty sure he knows his body. You know? Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, he's 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 a definitely smart kid. If it wasn't for those injuries, he'd probably be first to go. Because I remember last season, it was uh, the Dolphins. It was a uh, tank for two. I remember. Yeah, it was I tank for that. two. It wasn't like, and then you know, but then he got injured, and then Joe Burrow's had this amazing ass season. Yeah, Jalen Hurts hasn't gotten drafted, has he? 
Nah, I, I low-key thought that the Patriots were going to pick him up late, but he's going to be good wherever he goes. He's going to be good in a squad where, like, um, like the Colts or the Patriots, uh, a squad that has, like, a quarterback, but, you know, the kind of deteriorating quarterback, maybe, like, Detroit, <clears throat> somewhere uh, where they need they, they need a quarterback for the long run, you know what I'm saying? And Jalen Hurts, he's, he's bad as fuck. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, that fool... That fool, he, he was literally the starting quarterback at Alabama, uh, had a shitty game on the championship game, uh, got his uh, place taken over by Tua, who's another badass quarterback, goes to fucking Oklahoma and has a, another great season, almost Heisman winning season. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Burrow's having that fucking amazing season. He probably might have won that Heisman, if you ask me. Uh, was. Oh, but shout out to uh, Austin Jackson. Uh, an SE boy. Uh, For those of you who don't uh, know, we SE fans right here. Uh, taking in the first round of 18 to uh, to protect Tua, the offensive tackle at Dolphins. Uh, that's a good – I mean, that's a good pickup for them too as well, you know. They have a tackle, a tackle and a quarterback that could grow together in the league, you know. Yeah, that that's a, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, yeah, because when you, when you got an offensive line and a quarterback who are, on, who are in sync – that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Like Tom Brady and the Patriots. What do you yeah, think about what do you think about Grant coming back? I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be pretty exciting in Temple Bay this season. <laughs> I just hope they give Rojo a chance. I hope they don't like uh sleep on him and try to get another running back, you know? I think I think they might get a running back, but I think they are gonna give Rojo a chance. He he's gonna be the starter. But if they yeah. get a running back and they, if they have a choice for like a Jonathan Taylor, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Or, oh yeah. You know, or uh, they need that. They need that thunder and lightning over there. That's yep. what they need. Definitely. Yeah, they, need the they need a running back that can catch out of the backfield, though. As far as squads, squads yeah. go, um, I know there's like people say, you know, there's always dynamic duos and shit. You know, you got your Shaq and Kobe's and the you know, you got every, every, in every sport, there's a dynamic duo as far as, yeah. you know, like who do you think now that is the the greatest duo ever in sports? Like if, if we're talking about Gronk and Tom Brady, you know, uh, only? no, 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 no. All sports, all sports, all sports. You no, got like humble? Jeter, you got like Jeter and Rogers, uh, Kobe, Shaq, Pippen, Michael. Yeah. Pippen uh, and Michael. Yeah. They got six rings together, dog. Six over, rings. Uh, over six Gronk and Tom? Six out of ten years. Over Gronk and Tom? Yeah. Well, how many rings do they have together? Ah, uh, shit. Three? I still take uh, Pippen and Jordan because Jordan took an uh, 18-month uh, little vacation. And he still that, came back and took over the league. That's true. What do you think about the last dance? Uh, it's exciting. I like it. Why everybody? <laughs> They're like, "Oh, I broke records." I'm like, "No shit, I broke records." Like that nobody's shit watching like, shit. Nobody, nobody's watching nothing but that, you know. <laughs> Fucking, what do you think about I it? Like what do you it. think? What do you think yeah, about? Like, like, I, hope, I hope they have an episode for Rodman. They are. I, I think the next episode is for Rodman. Hell yeah! What do you, do you think? I like, like they shine the light on Pippen though. Like yeah, what? The I'm glad they made an episode for like all of them. You know, I thought it was just gonna be all on Jordan. Like, uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And I know that they were. I know Jordan's the focal point, but I know they made it like it's the whole squad, the whole squad. How about oh. how about uh, Phil Jackson, bro, getting to coach fucking two dynasties? Back to back, too. The greatest coach. The and went to the Lakers. <laughs> that too. There's a lot of questions that that pop up in my head, like when these things happen, like. Who's the greatest like coach ever? You know, is it you know Lombardi? Is it Phil Jackson? Is it Belichick? Popovich? You know, questions like that like have have been popping up in my head lately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's hard for the for the competitiveness that Kobe and Jordan have. I think it's hard to tame them though, and I don't think like just anyone could do that shit. But Phil Jackson probably. Yeah, that's true. That 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 yeah, is like true. That. For them, you have to have like that kind of let them do what they want, and they have to have that quiet approach to like keep them in check. You know, like hey, you know, calm down, relax. You know, fucking <laughs> do that. You know, like 
he just like the Zen master, fool. Like he just he is the Zen master. Yeah, he like fucking hung everything down. <laughs> I hope they they uh put all like Kobe moments, Kobe like Jordan moments in the last episode. I was reading today that some uh uh some photographer got like a little glimpse of his last like a sneak peek into his last season like kobe like i don't know if he hired him or that, what that's what uh michael was telling me last night that they yeah. um that they had a, a camera crew following him the whole two private, private his last two years crew. or some shit yeah so hey man <laughs> I, I hope it's not soon but uh when it when it when it does come out i know that uh that shit's gonna be really, really good. The Kobe one, because even now, like when I just look at, like Michael Jackson, just and Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, when I just see him talk and shit, like it just reminds me of Kobe for some reason, for some strange reason, all the time. You know, they're both not into the game that's way. Yeah, what do you think about them whole like making uh, Kraus the like the bad guy figure in this like thing? Because because of, of what happened with Pippen and you know his money issues. I don't want to get it. It's not Pippen's fault. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not Cross's that guy, that guy's fault. Jerry, with Jerry Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not his fault, really, because he didn't fucking force Pippen to sign the shit. He just put it on the table. That's true. You know, if you're a man, no man can force another man to do like something like he doesn't want to do. You know, contract like that. But, Pippen, but the thing about Pippen is that he has a big ass family, so he had to support all of them. Man. The uh, thing he- is. He, he didn't said, go in his. I saw that. I saw that. Like, I saw that he said that he played it safe. Yeah, he should have gambled and said, you know what, fuck this. You know, I'm fucking. I'm the number two. I'm the fucking number two best player in the NBA. You know, I've done. I've done a lot for this team. You know, I fucking deserve more than that. That's why a lot of people were saying like the two most hated people right now in America are Carol Baskins and Jerry Cross. I was like, dog, Jerry Cross just got him. Just got the Bulls five championships. Like, come yeah, on, he bro. He built the team the way the, the way the owner wanted it to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, he can't – I guess he's being portrayed as the bad guy right now, like, because of this whole thing. And he's not here to defend himself, too, you know? He has – you know, you but, know why? People don't have time to do shit. That's like – That's that, true. That's why they want to do that. <laughs> that's true. People right now. Do you think that uh, Pippen at the time was wrong because he said that he didn't want to get that injury, that he could have had surgery on that injury – and, uh, you know, that he could have, you know, rehabbed it all summer, but he didn't want to fuck up his summer. Do you think he was wrong or right for that? Well, I think it was a childish way to, like, fucking, you know, because you're a man. You're, you're in the NBA. You're a man. You got to be responsible already, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just be like, oh, I'm going to take the summer off so I could chill, party, do whatever he wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Think about it. He's only, like, what, 20, 20-something 20 at the time? Yeah. Not looking to settle down for me, twenty something, you know. That's what he said. I want to fuck up my summer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like you know, so it's like uh, he's kind of childish still, you know, probably in his mind. Yeah. For like me, a- I would have got surgery as soon as the season was done. Like Jordan said, it's like he was kind of wrong in that sense. Yeah. As a team to manager as- to change the conditions of the contract or the terms, but he wouldn't. So why the fuck are you even doing that? You put yeah. in the you're selfish, you know? Very selfish. I thought that was Jordan selfish. But Jordan, Jordan didn't want to say you're, you were selfish. He just wanted to say he was wrong in that sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see the difference? You're selfish based, uh, compared to, oh, he just, uh, he was wrong on that part or whatever Jordan had said. <laughs> yeah, I thought as like, a team. This is, this is a team right here. This is a brotherhood. This is a family for like, you know, we're supposed to go on a journey for like fucking more rings. What are you doing? You know. Yeah. Yeah. As a like, teammate, that shit was selfish. But in hindsight, I mean, I could understand it. You know, know what? what I'm every, every man has their problems. You know, you can't yeah. like I said, you can't tell another man what to do. Uh, and before this, before the documentary came out, like I had told everybody, like, look. Let's not start jumping on this bandwagon. Let's not start saying, "Oh, Jordan." Jordan did this because he's great because of this. Uh, LeBron would have handled this this way. Kobe didn't do this because of this. Like, like I, I didn't want people to start like you know jumping on that type of bandwagon saying you know. Look what look what look what Kobe. Okay, you you know that remember that that clip where they show him they they played against the Clippers. 
and he got 49 and double overtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine the defense back then. He got 49 doing double overtime. Bro, these people get fucking 49 in like fucking four quarters. And three sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I was, that's the thing that people say, like when they say, like, oh, they, they their argument to say that LeBron and KD are better is because that Jordan played against a bunch of, uh, you know, garbage men, you know, uh, part time uh, drivers and shit. But I'm like, oh, look, get, I mean, I mean uh, Jordan used to get beat up, fool. He used to get fucking socked, fool, going into the lane. Like if one of these fools. That happened to one of these fools. They won't fucking get up. That's and a do suspension, that. a fucking season-long suspension. Yeah, exactly, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. The league should have been disciplined on their part back then. But uh, yeah. damn, he was getting beat up by the fucking Pistons. That's what I'm saying. Th- this this new era, this new era of basketball is pretty boy basketball. You know, let's protect protect the offensive player of basketball. Of course, the offensive player is going to strive in this in this league. You know, uh, uh, people were telling me. Huh? That's in the NFL too. In the NFL too, and very much in the NFL. I mean, the NFL. I mean, you could you could look at it uh, one of two ways. You know, either like oh that it's soft now or that it's safer now. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but it, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like there's a, I don't know if you follow Bleacher Report. Do you know what Bleacher Report is? Oh, yeah. Pretty sure you know. Yeah. Anyways, they put up a bunch of uh, uh, threads, like pictures, and they showed uh, one with the. KD versus Larry, uh, 2014 KD versus 1985 Larry Bird, which is, I guess, they think that that's their primes. I think Larry Bird would have fucking handled his ass as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because Larry was not only great, not only great offensively and not only great defensively, his basketball, off-ball basketball was was fucking insane. His, his, uh, his reboundings were, like, I don't know how he did it, but he just knew how to box out bigger bigger like you know stronger players and if i put kd on him and and on, on the larry bird's prime larry bird was a fast defender a lot of people they took that shit for granted and when they were saying that uh when the celtics were guarding were playing up against uh michael jordan's bulls when they lost in the finals and the celtics won they're saying like oh like look at jordan putting up these numbers up against a weak celtics team but at that time the celtics defense was the best defense in the league you know what I'm saying? Um, Even better than the than the Magic Lakers. So yeah, like, yeah. like, well, how how are you gonna how are you gonna talk down a legend in Larry Bird and say that KD? I mean, KD's gonna get his, but if he had if he if he was placed in back then, he would get fucking he would get stomped on and shot on. Like I, I think, you know what I'm saying? Why do you just get him stomped on? Well, you had to work out back then. You couldn't just yeah. fucking like these players nowadays. They don't lift a lot of weights. I bet you, you know. Yeah, that now they just work. They lift back weights. Then, back then you had to prepare to play and prepare to fight. Now <laughs> that's like some semi some semi pro shit. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like you got a straight fucking. You know, you got to fucking actually lift weights back then. You know, like to get strong. <laughs> you're going in the lane, you know, and you don't have no muscle going into that lane in like the late eighties, early nineties, and you're fucked. Dude. You can't really. Yeah, man, that that that's a that's a case for a lot of the things. And people say like, oh, back then basketball wasn't as polished as it is today. Like, no shit, bro. Like, no shit. But there were still players back then who strived, who who actually overcame that. Like Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, uh, Clyde Drexler, uh, Gary Payton. You know, you can even move up to Shaq, Kobe, uh, Derek Fisher, Kevin Garnett, Allen Iverson. I already said Allen Iverson, but you know, like Stephon Marbury. Gilbert Arena, like players like that, like they they were the last of the era. You know, what I'm saying? I say like the last of the hard nosed basketball was like 2010, like when the Lakers Maybe. won that last championship against the Celtics. That was a good ass basketball, hard nosed basketball too. Baron Davis was good too. Baron Davis, you know, but yeah, man, I just, I I just think I think uh, going into the next docu, the next episodes of the documentary. I would like to. I'm excited about that Dennis Rodman. You know, the Dennis Rodman type of player. Everyone needs it, and I think it's going to finally show, like, uh, that it that it doesn't take just one person to win a championship. It takes a whole squad, and I think you need a player like Dennis Rodman. Like, don't get me wrong. The Golden State Warriors, uh, yeah, they had all this star player, star power. At, uh, and I don't like Draymond Green. I don't like him at all, but he. 
he was part of that reason they won, you know what I'm saying? Like all those, those ships, because he took, he took the fourth best player and, you know, and he locked him down. Like, let's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm not comparing Draymond Green to Dennis Rodman, but I'm just saying you always need that type of player, that key clutch pay, player, like uh, uh, Jerry West had Algin Baylor. Uh, uh, what, what, what happened? Huh? Oh, I thought I thought something happened. Like Jerry West had Algin Baylor, you know. Kobe had like had a had Artes and Ariza, and uh, he he was that third player, like uh, Scott uh, um, Robert Ory, you know, Rick Fox. Yeah. Like those type of players are hidden. They're, they're hidden by the light of the of the star so much that what they have done goes underappreciated. So that's why I think this. They stay ready, bro. It's hard to keep your body like you know fucking yeah. up and ready to go in and. People don't realize that shit. You know, you can't just go in and shit like, oh, feeling good. You gotta be like stretching out on the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> you Larry Bird that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've seen all those videos of Larry Bird laying down on his stomach for his back. Yeah, yeah. See, that's when his back was fucked up already, though. Like later in his career. <laughs> uh, you see what they look for? It's fucking like to still go ball out on a bad back. Ooh, come on, you yeah. need your back to do everything. And I mean, now they have like. Uh, they have doctors and nurses and trainers to kind of to help them now, but back then and they fucking oh they gotta fucking like I don't know fucking baby them and shit now. You know? <laughs> I said Kobe's the last one. Kobe was the last one. Shout out to Vince Carter though, but Kobe was the last one. Yeah, you know, Vince still balling Vince out. Vince Carter's fucking that's his celebration. No motherfucking hand the word. <laughs> yeah, that fool. He's his season got cut short, and a lot of people saying like you know maybe that was his last season. It is what it is, you know? Maybe. I know he still wants to ball, but, you know, everybody wants to ball for Other than want to ball forever, but they can't, you know? Hey, the big three is open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, an entertaining as big three. Yeah, people. that's a good league. Um, I've been asking everybody coming on this podcast who loves sports and shit like that, like, what do you think is going to happen if if we somehow can get basketball back? It doesn't look like it. How do you think, think it's gonna happen? Uh, Laker parade, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think? How do you think it's gonna be handled? Like the playoffs is gonna be handled? Uh, shit, I don't know. If we I get mean, a playoffs, they're gonna have to make it fair for the eight seed, so they'll probably have to fucking play it out. I don't know. My, uh, oh, Michael, you know, Michael, uh, he had a suggestion, you know, maybe make it like the first round, uh, a three-game elimination. Maybe the series, yeah, three out of five. Yeah, best three or best five, or and then, you know, or maybe a one loss. I like, I was telling him. Three, three out of five should be cool. Yeah. Well, I was, I, I suggested too, like maybe make it like a March Madness type shit where every squad is on and they could – it's a one loss elimination. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe make it in the top four, you go five or some shit. Just cause you know, it's they They're going to interfere with the NFL. If the NFL does come back, but to be honest, I don't give a fuck. The fans don't give a fuck. The fans will love to see a playoff basketball game and then flip it right to the fucking, the Raider game with the Cowboy game or the Saints game. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that shit, yeah. three sports going on in a row. Like, Baseball, football, basketball, back to back to back. Like, yeah, dog, everyone loves it. Like, the turnout last night for the draft, I'm pretty sure was was fucking badass. I know we all had a Zoom, uh, a Zoom party for it. You know, yeah. it was clean. It was clean. And, uh, it's exciting to have sports back now. Are you gonna, are you thinking about getting any fantasy football? No, I don't think so, bro. Uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet on games. You know, like. I'll bet you like I'll bet you games, but I don't do the fantasy, bro. It can't yeah, be on shit. That shit low key, like when it when it gets down to it, it takes up a, a little bit of, of 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 your time. It's kind of a little bit stressful, especially when you win yeah, when you're in a dynasty league. Huh? I forget to fucking like do my roster and shit. <laughs> yeah, dog. You see, like last night you were with us in the in the league, and we was all talking about it and shit. You know, for fantasy yeah, purposes, there's players, there's players that are going to do good. There's players that are not going to do good. 
yeah. especially when, if you're in a in a keeper league like I am, you know, you gotta you gotta understand that you're not probably not gonna get the top picks. So today's the day I'm really gonna start paying attention. You know, like round two and two. I think it's two to three today, right? I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be two to three. You might want to pick up Henry Ruggs, though. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Uh, um, Eric was telling me that the Niners were gonna get Jerry Judy, and I was like, Nah, bro, they want Henry Ruggs. I'm telling you, to me, Henry Ruggs is the best receiver in, in the draft right now, especially how the league is right now. Uh, fucking run and gun, like straight fast. Uh, four four four. I think he ran like a four two or some shit. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm if I'm not mistaken, but that's how the league is going. And I told him, I was like, bro, Jerry Judy is nice. Uh, but you know, the way that the that the that the Niners are set up, that West Coast offense, they want that fucking sl- that person that who could take who could stretch out the field like that. You know what I'm saying? And that who's he's good, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not glad that the Raiders got him because I would have liked I well, I wanted to pick him up and I wanted uh, him to go to like a team with a good quarterback like the Niners you know maybe even the Cowboys maybe the Raiders eh, like all right we'll see we'll see how it goes you know but uh yeah but other than that I'm looking at other running backs in the in the later rounds that haven't got picked I mean the Raiders did good you do you, do you see any of the receivers on the Raiders that go downfield like he does uh-uh. and the dangerous thing about him is that he could play the slot too so yeah that's why they got. Gonna, I think they still gonna got Tyre- up, It's going to open up a lot of space too. Th- they still got Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. Oh no, he's a receiver for the. I think his name is Tyrell Williams. He's like their wideout, you know. So they could they could run a two slot. They got Darren Waller. They got Josh Jacobs. They got a good squad. They could do it. They got an okay lineman, okay offensive line. Uh, Derek Carr's like we were talking about him earlier. He's better than his brother, you know. Sometimes you see that he has uh, plays where he could use his legs, but he chooses not to. Maybe, you know, this 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 makes a little spark. And, you know, when you're rolling out and uh, you're improvising as a quarterback, it's always nice to have a little speedster, you know, like that. And, like, look at Tyreek Hill, bro. Look well, you're just like, you're looking for somebody open and you're like, fuck it, I know he'll catch up to this one. He yeah, and he just fucking it, launched bro. that shit. Like Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes, bro, like – there is, <laughs> there's no uh, Jackson back then with the Eagles, huh? Yeah, or Deshaun Jackson with the Eagles. Or, yeah, dude, fucking yeah. So I hated playing with him on against him on Madden because you know, you know that they're just gonna wait it out. If they can get that one block and wait it out and just doof bomb it, especially with that that Eagles. I forgot what year that was. I think it was 2010 with Michael Vick and the Eagles and Lashawn McCoy and Deshaun Jackson and. uh I think Brett Selleck, the tight end. Dog, that Eagles team was sick, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, how do you think SC is going to do this season? Well, they're going to win the Pac-12. <laughs> we got uh, a shot, bro. We got a shot. We got a shot. They just got to fucking kick Bama in the mouth to start it off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> First week they gotta they gotta come out gunny dog like hey is Malapai did he leave was he a senior already Philly Philly Malapai that's his name right I don't know his first name Mal- the um the running back the the running back no I think he's still there he's still yeah, there, he's huh? still there yeah. Ooh, yeah yeah no I don't think no running backs left the only fool who left on offensive was the offensive tackle and uh, Pittman. It's going to be a nice backfield. Yeah, and we got Slovis. A lot of people – I'm surprised that a lot more fans are not are not as invested as in Slovis as as other fans are. You know what I'm saying? I thought Slovis did did really, really good. You know, Josh Daniels is a good quarterback, but I felt like, you know, Slovis, he just kind of – he was more comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? He, he was able to do stuff with the ball. Like, cool. uh, on it. Improvising, you know, he wasn't, he didn't panic, you know, on the rollout. Uh, he just looked more comfortable. And as a freshman, you know, so he came in good. It, it reminded me of like when they started Josh Brown before, but then they overlooked Sam Darnold, like for some reason, you know, like don't get me wrong. Uh, Fink, Matt Fink, and Josh Daniels are great, great quarterbacks. Like let's, let's be real. Let's give them their credit. 
uh, just Slovis, he was put in the position and he handled it well. I felt like he deserves it, you know, whether he's going to start over Fink or not. Now, because Josh Daniels went to the transfer portal, he could still stay. He could still stay at SC. But I think just by looking at last season's progress, uh, I think Slovis is the man to go, man. He's it, 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 They just need to do something about that play calling. If they can switch up that play calling to make it a more better scheme for that offense, then we'll be good. You know what I'm saying? That's a shit. They're just going to gun it, bro. That who Graham, What's his name? Graham Harrell? Graham Harrell, yeah. Yeah, he's just like – he's a receiver's coach, dog. He likes to throw that shit. He doesn't like to run it. That's a problem, though. It's a big problem. Hey, I'm excited about that fucking – that the defensive line, though. They got that new coach. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. <laughs> fucking – it's just a thing with the offensive with the offensive play calling. All season, like we'll start off, we'll start the first quarter great. We'll start the second quarter. We'll end the second quarter great. We'll start the third quarter like cool, and then we'll break down late third, early fourth, and then we'll have to put our players in a position to win, like in the last minute, or we'll put the other team in position to get to win the last two minutes, and they end up winning. You know, like we can't be having that. And and if we do have that, we gotta fucking find ways to shut it down and conceal that big that victory excuse me you know because it's 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 low-key embarrassing to be to be se to be a top you know a top ranked football uh squad football organization and uh you know we, there's some some games where we shouldn't be losing you know what i'm saying there's some games that we shouldn't shouldn't have to struggle with i mean i know the pac-12 is a pac-12 but goddamn you know <laughs> Yeah, it just USC fans are kind of spoiled if you tell if you, if you ask yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, now we are, we are. Like I was talking, I was talking to Joel to Joe about the the was that thirty for thirty, the Trojan War, huh? and uh, we was talking about how how we hated that Rose Bowl game against Vince Young, yada yada, how it did so much impact, and then the sanctions. But I told him, look, bro. We would have went three national championships back to back to back had we won that game. Uh, we were undefeated that season. We were undefeated the season before and won the national championship. The season before that, we won the national championship. Only lost to Cal. Like, bro, yeah, I know. like a lot of people were hating on, on SC for losing to Vince Young on a last second drive. You know what I'm saying? It was just like he was a running quarterback, and they had he had the number that, that night, and he had, you know, there was there was just nothing that there was nothing else that could have been done. So, and he was like, you know what, you're right, man, you're right. And I was like, it's just we're spoiled, bro. We're spoiled, fucking fans. You know, we get the we have these years of just dominance, and now uh, we're we're seeing other schools dominate, and it's like it, it doesn't feel good, but it's it's part of it's part of the sport. Yeah. I mean, they just need to fucking – that defense needs to buckle down on those run, those running quarterbacks. Scary, dog. And they always <laughs> – sometimes there's a team, they have this fucking tight end that just doesn't stop catching shit, bro. That's what I feel. That's how I feel about the Trojan defense, bro. Like, that's they're how, That's how we lost to uh, UCLA one season. That's how we lost to Notre Dame one season. That's how we lost to Arizona yeah. State one season. A running quarterback and a tight end. <laughs> a fucking tight end that you don't even know until like, okay, this fool yeah. could catch everything, all right? Yeah. It's like, uh, but it's, it's it's funny because, you know, you know when you're playing against SC, you're playing against, you know, you're going to be on TV. A lot of people are tuning in. It's kind of like how, like, uh, when a when a low-grade Sacramento Kings team is playing against a high-grade Lakers team in Staples Center, they always show out, you know, they, they play their best, you know, they play that like, they always want to beat that team, you know? So it's, it's, it, it is, it's weird. You could have a team that gets dominant, dominated by 40 points against like, like Colorado, you know, and then they play SC and then they're struggling. Here we are down by three in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that. It's, it's, it's uh, the momentum. That's why, I, that's one of the reasons why I like college sports because anything could fucking happen. These kids want to play, you know? Like, it's not like professional sports where you can kind of see it out, play out. Yeah, it's kind of, we already know what's going to happen in the third quarter and the fourth quarter and shit. Like, yeah. Uh, but these, but that, these, 
these college games are fucking you can see a team down and then like double overtime they won and shit like what the fuck like yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. and but a lot of a lot of the a lot of the times too is you get these fucking squads like how uh Paul Crew, Adam Sandler said and, and uh uh, the longest yard, you know, they need a tune-up game. They get, and that's why I feel like you know, Bama, LSU, uh, Auburn, Clemson, Ole Miss, like they get like these tune-up seasons for only like three main games that they play. You know, it's like they they dominate squads all season, and when it only matters if they beat this one school. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it's kind of it, it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird in a way where it's like you know, in other in other uh, um, conferences. There's, uh, you know, there's 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 schools that are playing against each other, but they're pretty much at the same level. Whereas you get a lot of SEC teams, uh, they're they're don't get me wrong, they're great. Like Bama, great fucking great fucking organization, and then they're playing these schools like Appalachian State, you know, mid Minnesota Tech and shit like that, like all season, and they play up against like LSU. The one time they play them, all like all season or in the playoffs when they play Auburn or something. And that defines the, there's that defines their season. It's not necessarily that one squad. So that's the only thing about college. That I, I don't really like right now. You know, the thing about of- the SEC is that, that yeah, Bama has been in the national title. I don't know how many years in a row, but like, think about it. It's the SEC's job. It's the other team's jobs to pick their game up, you know, pick their fucking yeah, game up. That's true. That is know? true. That's why the fucking. That's why it was like Tom Brady owns the division he was in. You know, that's why the Dolphins because are probably like, oh, fuck yeah, we could win now. You know, yeah. like <laughs> what, a, what a coincidence now that he let he leaves when uh you know you got the the Chiefs, you got the Bills coming up, you got the Texans coming up, you got the Ravens coming up, and you know he's like shit i'm out of here i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna go to where the old quarterbacks go you know what i'm saying <laughs> you think about it you know you got rogers breeze matt ryan now tom brady you know there's, there's a lot of old gunners right there you know so uh i think uh, yeah you're right there's teams that need to step it up a lot of teams need to step it up in the nfl but i think i think this draft helped out a lot of squads like the vikings i think the vikings had a good draft the dolphins had a good or had a good draft so far um, I think the Broncos low-key had a good draft. Well, they got Jerry Judy. A lot of people like him. Didn't they get a running back? No, they got Jerry Judy. No, but they they all oh, they traded Melvin Gordon to the Yeah, they Broncos. got Melvin Gordon now. And Philip Lindsay. Yeah, they so. have Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, and Jerry Judy now. Yeah, and they have their young quarterback, Drew Locke. Uh it's gonna be good. Like, it's gonna be a good season, John you know. Knows what he's doing, huh? Huh? John, Elway knows, John Elway knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of people were sleeping on rugs, but you could tell uh, John Gruden wasn't. And I did not want – You don't want to – Huh? Go ahead. I didn't want to see rugs go with the Niners because I didn't want the Niners to make that run again. But I wanted them to go with the Niners because I wanted to pick them up fantasy-wise. But as soon as the Raiders picked them up, I was like, yeah – Jerry Judy's dropping, you know, CD Lamb. He might get picked before Jerry Judy. And I thought I thought that the Cowboys were gonna go another way, but they got the best player, I guess, that was on it, which was CD Lamb. That's a good pickup right there, too, you know. I don't know if I don't know if yeah. it's gonna help them. It's definitely a good pickup, but uh that squad just seems to be cursed for I don't know what reasons. <laughs> the coaching. The coaching. owner. <laughs> but it, <laughs> that's what it comes down to, man. Yep. So what uh off the sports topic, what have you been like up to? I know you're on vacation right now. I know you've been quarantined, we're all quarantined. I've been, you know, what have you been doing inside your house? From work, um selling fucking hats now. Uh I just fucking basically a term called sniping, like looking for the position on the best hat where you could maximize your profit after you get it and flip it, you know? Yeah. You've been watching yeah, any shows? That's pretty much what I've been up to. Pretty much. Uh, shows? Yeah. Uh, money Heist. The oh, one. yeah, the, the Money uh, Heist. Hot Boy was pretty cool. Hot Boy? 
a couple movies on Netflix. Top Top Boy. He's like a drug dealer. Oh, oh so I've God. been watching. I've been watching Snowfall on Hulu. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Snowfall is pretty cool. It's a fucking dope show. Um, and what else? Um, a couple good movies on Netflix. If anybody needs recommendation. What movies? Go they ahead. Got the Sawshank Redemption, uh, <laughs> Fractured, uh, The Foreigner, and oh, yeah. a fucking other movie. I forgot what the fuck it's called. I just watched it too. Dolomite is my name. <laughs> hey, hey! I was watching a Lethal Weapon last night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> 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 I've been watching uh, Forges and Fire on Hulu. Fire, what's that? It's one. It's the the show where they uh, make blades and then they recreate uh, weapons. Oh yeah, forged in. Is that on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Oh, forged, forged in fire. It's like a series. Yeah, it's a series. Top five, bro. Really? There's no like gimmicks. There's no. Uh, we'll see you next week. It's just straight one episode. Is a contest, and then they don't they don't hide no, they don't hide anything. They say like, "Yep, you fucked up. You're out. Uh, you did this, uh, but you didn't do this, so you're out." You know, it's a good show. I fucks with it. Really? Yeah, it's it's dope. It's, it's how they make blades and shit. Well, it's like a competition show where they who can make the best blade and shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, but it's cool. It's cool. Like some days, like I'll be just kicking it. Uh, you know, pour some, you know, some Jack and Coke and just sit down under the fan and watch it, you know? Yeah. You've been drinking a lot this this quarantine? Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, I thought I said I wasn't. I thought I wouldn't. But surprisingly, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I never, I didn't even tell myself that. I said, I'm going to go buy a shitload of beer. <laughs> you got to start. You got to like, uh, you got to balance it though, you know? <laughs> yeah. I be doing push-ups when I wake up or before I take a shower. Yeah, that's the best time. And over here, there's not that many people out, so it's like it's cool to walk around and you ain't gotta you ain't gotta put your mask on and shit. Yeah, I wanted to start going jogging, but no, what the fuck that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet, I bet. Yeah. Sour, you got, or you could be like sour, sour. That shout out to OG Sour DJ. Uh, he says as long as his stomach don't go over his belt buckle, he good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog, yeah. you mean standing up or sitting down? Because <laughs> <laughs> both, both, though, both. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Sour in a minute. Yeah, he's uh, he was tripping last night. We was on because I know you left the Zoom party, and uh, we was watching the draft, and the Packers were on the line. Pick was in, and then they drafted Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State, and he was pissed, bro. He got off the Zoom. He started went on a Twitter rant like he always does, and uh, he was pissed, bro. It was it was funny. I was trying to tell him, talk him down, like, yo, like it's a good it's a good decision for them, you know. It's like they're not trying to, uh, you know, they're not trying to replace Rodgers just yet, but you know, they're preparing for the future. And that's what <laughs> look at you dying over there. <laughs> You know, that's what a good organization does. They prepare for the future. Maybe I wouldn't have liked them to see him trade up for uh, Jordan Love, but, you know, it, it was inevitable that they were going to go out their quarterback sometime soon. Maybe I would have liked to see them get, like, a a receiver like Michael Pittman or uh, another tight end or something just because, Dick, honestly, last season was probably a horrible season for them, but they still went 13-3, and three, and they were one game away from the Super Bowl. Like, come on. I think uh, Michael Pittman didn't, uh, doesn't get enough respect around the receiving the receivers going in the draft this year because he's from the West Coast. Yeah, because you got that. Because you got you got these three solid receivers. That, it's like you got that Pac-12. You got that fucking that that I don't know. I just feel like he's he's not he doesn't deserve to be in the second round, bro. Uh, I mean. Devil tore it up, fool. Come on, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, 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 it also kind of trouble too, like all the times he did the season. Yeah, but it, but it also depends on uh, what the team, what teams need, like you know. So I, I I didn't think he was going to first. I thought he I think he will go in the second. 
But I also, you know, he might go in the fifth or fourth too. So. Yeah, but the later he goes, the better. Because yeah, I know he'll play with the chip on his shoulder, all angry and shit. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like now, like <laughs> especially like I'm a like fantasy players. Uh, they're always trying to get the next sleeper. You know what I'm saying? Like especially last se- the last couple seasons ago is when people had it. When is when the Bears traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. Like everyone now is thinking, like, okay, I want Jordan Love maybe because maybe Jordan Love is going to be a sleeper. I want sleepers, you know. I don't want these top players, you know. So now, like in the draft, you could be pretty much put anywhere as long as it's in the position that you are in. It works for the player, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to pick up Justin Herbert because. You know, I don't think he's going to have that great of a first season. He might have a good season. But if I'm in a dynasty, I would like Herbert. I would like Tua. I would like Jordan Love only because, you know, they have time to mold. And there's you always want that sleeper for some reason. There's never – you always want that player with a chip on his shoulder. Like a couple years ago, too, it was uh, Mahomes and then Philip Lindsay who went undrafted, but he, he did good fantasy-wise. Like, there's players like that who you need to pick up. Like, Lamar Jackson. No one thought Lamar Jackson was going to be what he was. I didn't even think he was going to be like that, but I knew he was going to be good for fantasy, so I picked him up in my dynasty, you know? So, like, there's yeah. players like that, you know, like Allen Robinson. You didn't think that these players were going to be good, but they end up in a good position, you know, to show out. And they, and they play with the chip in his shoulder. So, hopefully, Pittman, no matter where he goes, I want him to have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Look at uh, look at Tom Brady. Talk about a chip on your shoulder, huh? Look at Brady, bro. The, <laughs> the greatest quarterback ever, bro. Wasn't even taken in the first four rounds, right? Was he like in, in the sixth round, right? Was it the sixth round? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. See what I'm saying? It's weird, man. It's weird. Like, and, and sometimes I think, like, what the fuck are these scouters looking at? Like, these people are getting paid big, big money to scout fucking these players. And they, they ultimately, ultimately decide that this player is not as good as this player. So uh, we're going to take high on him and low state, keep him for later. Like you're supposed to look, you're supposed to notice these things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That's what I think sometimes too. It's like, fuck, if these people can do their job, then maybe I can go do their job for them. You know? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> but then again, too, I guess pressure changes. People. Then again, like to plug in a player and sit into a system that you want him to play is not an easy task, you know. That's true, and you got a lot of money on it. You got a lot of people backing you up, and then maybe you do think that this player, whose people think is not as good as another player, but you think that he will turn out to be the better one. But you got a bunch of people behind you, like a whole fan base, you know, whole organization saying, like, "Yo, why aren't you going after the the better one? Why are you you know, doing this?" You know. So maybe that that has a lot to play in it too, you know. But then again, that that all goes back to the organization and how good an organization is. How good can they? How good do they trust their, you know, their scouters, their coaches, you know, their players, you know, just their, just their the head office people. Like how how much do they trust them? And a lot of times, and not they don't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> kind of, I don't know. Sometimes. The are like, like, what the fuck are they looking at? You know, like, how the fuck is, was Sam Darnold on the bench? Who you know? You like, get how was Sam Darnold on the bench? How was Tua on the bench? You know what I'm saying? How was, uh, 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 what's his name? Joe Burrow's on the bench in Ohio State. You know, how was Cam Newton on the bench in Florida? You know, like, these these players, like, like come on, bro. Uh, but, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick these people's jobs because, you know, I'm not going to say that I can do it better, but... I mean, you got to see some things. <laughs> like, there's some things that he's, us normal people could see, you know? I wonder if they get, like, disciplined, though. Like, does their organization tell them, like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Like, why the fuck did you see this, you know? That, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. They probably say, like, oh, like, look, probably the Bears, one of the Bears recruiters was saying, like, look, it, this dude, Patrick Mahomes, has all the attributes, uh, but it looks like he's going to go later. You know, he didn't do this right. Maybe he had this. And then they're telling him, like, nah, look, Mitchell Trubisky, he's obviously the better player. Why aren't you going to go for him? Like, why don't you go for him? Like, let's go for him. So it's probably that pressure on his back. There's a chain of command, too, within the organization. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. Different people didn't want different players based on different people's <clears throat> opinion. That's that fucking just win baby mentality, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Well, you got any other plans today? Oh, oh, oh! You're chiefing it, chief, chief, chief. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a dab right now. Taking dabbies. <laughs> today, I'm probably gonna watch um. Uh, Ten grams of crumble. Hey. Um, Daisy just bought all the Harry Potters, so uh, we're probably gonna get started on that today. Till the end, you know what I'm saying. For those of you who are Potter fans, shout out to you. Uh, don't ruin the, don't ruin it for us because she hasn't seen it yet. I've seen them. Don't ruin it for us. I'm a pothead uh, fan. Huh? I'm a pothead fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Probably just uh, chill and stuff right here. Um, just chilling the pad, bro. Um, yeah, nothing, just there's nothing to do. <laughs> nothing, shit. Nothing to do. Fuck. Yesterday, me and my girl went to a uh, Trader Joe's, bro, and we got we got showered and shit. Got ready just to go to Trader Joe's. Bro. I'm like, <laughs> how was miserable. it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking miserable. We're all getting fucking all nice for the fucking to go to the store. That means you're. Uh... It's just fucking like it just sucks now. Bro. That means like, you're an adult now. Yeah, no, not even that. Just being in the <laughs> lockdown, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're excited to go to the market, dude. Like, yeah, to get out the house. <sighs> yeah, yesterday I took a walk and shit. God damn, it was it was just too hot. It was too hot. But I had oh, to yeah? get out. Yeah, but it felt good to get out, though, I bet you, huh? Yeah. <coughs> well, you have anything else to add to this podcast, to the episode? Uh, you guys, um, if you don't already follow Novid, follow his uh, podcast. Follow me if you want. If you want some Novid, hats, you want some dope ass old school hats, you know, hit up Joey at uh, what is it? J O five U F F E R. It's supposed to be okay. My name is supposed to be Josepher, bro, but they didn't let me put the S, so that's why I put the five as the S. Okay, Josepher <laughs> with the five. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you guys want hats, <laughs> I'm gonna cop yeah, some. Me, basically, it's not only me, you know, it's me and my girl. She's bringing me like the boxes and the poly bags and everything to like she prints out my shipping labels, food, and tie. Hey, right that's what's food. up. Teamwork, teamwork. Yeah, cool. Teamwork makes the dream work, people. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much pretty much all I have, bro. Tune into that, uh, what, second round of the draft, 4 p.m.? Yeah, tonight. Tonight should be good. I'm gonna try to go live. I'm gonna see who's down. Who's down to go live with me? I'm down. I'm probably gonna go pick up some alcohol. <laughs> that, that don't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> Something to cool off, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nova Education Podcast. My host, I'm, I am the host. I mean, Noved. Thank you for uh, joining me, Joe. Hi, guys. <laughs>